how his country needs him here. Cristiano Ronaldo, yes! Oh, yes! Nani. Rooney! Oh, wonderful! What a goal! And what a time! In what a place! What a play! Wayne Rooney out of this world! Comes out to Essien! Oh, my goodness. What an unbelievable strength. It's pretty young back again. Push out by Bartes. Wilton! Arsenal have scored yet again in the Premiership. And this could be the most crucial goal of all. The full-time whistle. It's glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Pace and Power podcast. With me today, I've got the same crew. Hammerson, Pat, Dixon, and Temi. No one likes to lose a North London derby. But today, of course, we are talking about derbies and rivalries. And basically, we're just going to go through the big ones, the small ones, the stupid ones, and just decide whether they're good, whether they're top, whether they're mid, or whether they're, frankly, shit. The first one I want to go through, probably the biggest one, I think, in the UK is Manchester United versus Liverpool. So obviously, Temi, our, our Manchester United fan here, I think you best start off. Do you think this? What do you think about this? Do you think this uh, is the best? I'm going to get absolutely ruined by any Man United fans who listen to this, which I see we're about one or two. So that's, <laughs> I don't think that's the biggest derby in 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 England. I I think the the prob the problem with it, I think classically, obviously, the two cities against each other. Um, of course, through the years, there's always been a rivalry there, um, and because we're the two most successful clubs in the country that you would think would translate. And, and obviously don't get me wrong, the rivalry is so strong and way stronger than ours with city. God. But um, I think without sharing a city, uh, you, you can't have it as the biggest derby. I don't think, uh, but it's, it's top tier mm. in terms of game quality. It's a lottery, but um, uh, as true. normally, normally uh, <laughs> shit, but uh, yeah, as as a derby in terms of importance and everything that is necessary rolled in, top tier, top tier. Quality is a part of it. I think for a good derby, you've got to be able to go like you turn on the TV, you should be expecting a good game. But there are enough classically good uh, Man United Liverpool games um, that like right through the years, even even quite recently, even even in the cup this season, we had a great yeah. game against them that we won 3-2. There, there are enough of them. Yeah. And when I turn it on, I'm expecting to see a good game unless uh, Ole is set up weirdly. Well, I, I would like to, I would like to ask actually, yeah, which, which examples of these games have stuck in your head? And I'm not, not obviously this season is, is pretty fresh in the mind. So apart from this season, like which historic ones can you really remember? So I really remember uh, one that we won two one, I think. Rashford scored twice, um, and he he spun up uh, Trent basically both times, and um, it was just like sort of in quick succession. The atmosphere was absolutely un- unreal at Old Trafford. Did you say that, Trent got that, spun? Uh, yeah, and what a shock, right? You must um, have made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that's that's the one that sticks. Um, unfortunately, when they beat us four one, you know, when Gerard kissed the trophy, that's one that. I always remember, not the trophy, sorry, the trophy. He didn't do that. When John <laughs> no, he did not. Um, <laughs> uh, that, that's the one that sticks. Um, 
in a in a bad way. We've we've always had good games. We've always had good games. Yeah. I'd say I'd say it is a good derby. I would never say it's a bad one. Obviously, the likes of Sky Sports tend to hype it up as like, you know, Christmas, you know, part one, basically, in terms <laughs> of how what a football treat it is. And it really very rarely is that. But of course, you've got the Martial game as well. I remember oh, distinctly gosh, yeah. the oh, was it three yeah. nil Man United at Anfield. When no, uh, sorry, Actually, at Old so Trafford. Many. Um, oh yeah, that, of course 13, I remember that. Um, yeah, that was a great game. Very uh, poignant. Rooney moment, absolutely stepping someone in that game. Now, now that I remember, there was Juan Field as well when Massa scored the two. One of them was that incredible uh, overhead. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that yeah. one safely can go into our top tier. The next one. And I think I want to go stay on the United topic is Manchester City versus Man United. And obviously, I don't think any of us think this is a top, top tier. But tell me, first, I want to get your thoughts as to really why you think that is. I think because team quality has really improved, uh, the derby has gone from strength to strength over the past 10 years. I don't think anyone could, could doubt that. The problem is, while... We share a city. We're not historically like rivals. We've ne- we've we didn't go toe to toe until like the last decade, uh, where we did actually have quite a, a good like maybe three or four seasons of like head to head. The United City game was the biggest game of the season because it was the title decider, and there are some great games rolled in there. City beating us six one, not great for me. Van Persie winning it with that late deflected free kick, and then more recently that comeback uh, when Pogba scored twice. So there are, there are some great, great games in there. I think last week is an example of that. But because there isn't the history of that derby uh, at all, really, that's that's why it can't be top tier. Mm. Yeah, as, as a neutral, I'd say it's a weird one because I, I remember better United City games than I do United-Liverpool games. But I agree in the sense that, like, before 2009, really, I can't remember a single United, United City game um and i don't know there's there's always obviously none of us live in manchester so we can't really comment on the you know the the sort of inner city rivalry front but it doesn't have that say to me united liverpool feels much more like there's much more anticipation around it in in my eyes uh to me that's probably to do with the history and yeah i mean you know liverpool united two two most successful clubs in in england um it, it just means it's it's more skewed in that derby's favour. Uh, it just means more. It, <laughs> to use the phrase we love, it just yeah. means more. I think it, it suffers from being, I don't doubt that there's fans of these clubs that hate each other, but I think it suffers from what quite a few derbies in England suffer from, which is very localised hatred, if you will, which it doesn't really doesn't really reflect itself on the pitch or in any other way. Whereas other derbies, which we'll talk about later on, namely the North London derby, I feel like even as a neutral, you can sense the the antipathy between the two teams that are going at it. When when you got Liverpool versus United, in fact, I just mentioned it with with Rashford versus Trent down down one of the sides a few years ago, and actually in in recent years, you've normally got lads who have grown up at the club who support the club. And you see it, you see the passion, right? But because, I mean, apart from Foden, you never really see 
any like City fans play for City, like hardened City fans. I think of hardened City fans as fat and bold. Oh, yeah, I'm um, sure. I'm sure De Bruyne has avoided City in his youth. <laughs> yeah, as a, as a wee boy. <laughs> <Throughout Portland. laughs> He had, a, he had a who I, I was going to make a joke about. Oh, I was going to make a joke about the poster he had up. I can't think of a name oh, for that poster. Jesus. <laughs> a a prepubescent Stephen Island. <laughs> um, I think so we can I safely think... put that in the in the mid category though. United mm. versus City. You're always going to watch it, and I also think as well there was one particular point in time between maybe 2011, 2014, which is that Derby's like sweet spot where. I remember there was one game, it was Guardiola, not Guardiola, sorry, it was Moyes versus what would have been Mancini. Easy, easy to mix them up. And I was like, I'm so, yeah, you know. Mo- I think it was Pellegrini, <laughs> actually. I think it was Pellegrini, Moyes versus but Pellegrini. I remember looking forward to that so much. I was like, this is going to be like Yaya Toure at his pomp. I was like, this is going to be such a good game at Old Trafford. And they absolutely banged out Man United. They, they ruined us. Which, you know, up until that point, as a football fan, you were never used to seeing Man United get banged out yeah. by anyone. Is the six one the uh, the derbiest game ever though? Because of the si- significance of the moment, like the the you know the changing noisy, of the guard, if you will. yeah, the changing of the guards. I remember watching that and thinking, mm. just like, wow, football has changed in England. Anyway, uh, that was one of the craziest things I'd, I'd ever seen. As because like I'd grown up, United always win, don't they? You know, and if we lose, we don't get embarrassed. Like we we looked horrible. Um, I remember Silver. I remember this so clearly. Him playing one of the best balls I've ever mm. seen in my life through to Jeco. I remember six. this. I remember this. And, like I was watching with my mouth wide. Like <laughs> I, I didn't have the energy to like cry or shout or anything. I was just in absolute disbelief the whole game. What yeah. sort of guys? What sort of guys were United lining up with? Did Tom Cleverly play? Uh, I believe our midfield was. <laughs> um, Oh my god, I have no idea. Fellaini Fletcher, was definitely there, played, wasn't he? Oh, Fellaini was um, definitely there. Johnny Evans played, I know, because I think he got sent off. And he, <laughs> had, he had an absolute horror show. Um, David De Gea, Rooney, yeah, R- Rooney, Rooney obviously. And, uh, but yeah, yeah, a lot of those guys, their time in the sun came uh, came to a, an abrupt end. Yeah. <laughs> um, on, on, yeah. This, on this note, sorry about just about uh, Johnny Evans getting sent off. Is a, a tendency for red cards in the matches a prerequisite for a top tier derby? I would say so. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know if I want to see reds because then there's like the imbalance. I want to see a lot of yellows. Uh, like, I'm, I may even want to see some unadulterated violence, but I don't yeah. know if I want to see that. That imbalance. You, I, I don't know. I, I like the red in a derby. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so do I. I think there's a lot of rhetoric about reds killing games, uh, but I think I think uh, Juve Porto the other night is a great example of when they don't. The red uh, made the game. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'll tell you what. Really I think how they respond, doesn't it? I think it actually depends on the kind of red it is. If it's a red for, like, for example, the red today, Lamella's red card. That's just a bullshit. It's not a bullshit red, but it's like. <laughs> Who gives a fuck about that? That's a shit red card to receive. However, if it was him absolutely crunching someone, the most you know, tackles you'd see like 50 years ago, yes. Yeah. If yeah. it yeah, was straight a red. scuffle where he'd hit someone in the face, yes. A headbutt or something. Yeah. You know, you know, and we'll get onto this later, but that Tottenham-Chelsea game, when we lost the league, basically, <laughs> that is a prime example of the kind of, you know, hatred I want to see on a football field. Yeah. But we'll get onto that. 
Shall we go? I think we'll round it off with a bit of Merseyside derby. And Hamson, I kind of want to get your perspective on this one. Liverpool versus Everton. Why is it so mid? I mean, I think I think it's a good one. It's obviously not top tier, but it's a good one because it's got a long, long history. But it's just the, the golf the golfing quality is just as mm. like like Temi said with City United, it's just it's never gonna be gonna be the same because Everton have just never been as good. Like this this year is probably the closest. I mean, when Everton won earlier in the season, that's the first time in God knows how long. It's not it's not got the not got the same sort of excitement, you know, like the North London derby, like like United Liverpool. It's not it's not not there for me. I think it's a similar no. thing to what you said about United City. Ed, it's ve- it's very localized. I think you'll. I think lots of people in Liverpool will will absolutely hate what they hear what they're hearing at the moment. Again, if any of them are listening, yeah. Um, and please listen. I think it's so important <laughs> to them. And I think you you've got like a certain sector of society who who will think it's the biggest derby in the country, and then everyone else who will just think it's it's fine, it's good. I'll yeah. watch it. I'll obviously watch it, but. I don't. I don't care. Yeah, I. You know, my friend. Shout out, Matty. Uh, hope you're. Hope you're listening. Um, he. I can see how much the uh, the Merseyside derby means to someone from Liverpool. Like, and and I'll, I don't know. I would almost say that for people in Liverpool, that derby is is um there's a sort of the importance of them is maybe even more than it is in like the North London derby. Uh, I think it's the the hatred those two sets of fans have for each other is is bitter um i think i think it almost helps that they are the two teams whereas i guess with like with london you've got like fucking loads of teams yeah. in liverpool you do support true, yeah. liverpool or everton yeah and um, like i think you do get that vitriol we weren't where we were saying city you don't get this like city fans coming through i think with both everton and liverpool You've got you've got people coming up through the ranks who have supported the club their whole life, yeah. and they do genuinely hate the players on the other team. I think the only problem, the only problem that the Merseyside derby suffers from, is the historic golfing quality. But there also seems to be a different thing which you don't have with London. Is obviously there's sort of like a scouse sort of, you know, I. I Liverpool fans and Everton fans, they hate each other, but they do kind of, it's like, but we're still scouts, you know what I mean? We're still this one binding yeah. thing, no matter how much we 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 don't like each other. And trust me, they yeah. really don't like each other. For example, my dad was at a game and it was Spurs versus Everton. When Liverpool had to, it went down to the last day where City were going to win the league and Spurs were playing Everton and we comfortably, comfortably dispatched Everton. But the Everton fans were not at all concerned with the outcome of their personal game. They only cared about what was happening with Liverpool versus Brighton and City versus whoever. And they were cheering like they scored a goal when Brighton had opened the scoring against Liverpool. And that is that is the petty, petty... I, I uh, think that's like Scotland fans actively rooting against England. At yeah. Mm. We don't care about... No, I, I was going to say, I think there is something, there is something <laughs> bordering on the pathetic about that. <laughs> that <is> pathetic. <laughs> Watch your club win. Yeah. But just, just on... <laughs> They are losing in front of your very eyes. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> cheering. Um, that's the essence. That is sort of the essence of rivalry. Yeah. I don't. I think that's a very extreme example. But it's not like they don't dislike each other. I just think yeah. it's a very localized thing that I think people that aren't from Liverpool don't really get. And yeah. the golfing quality means that it isn't 
well reflected on the pitch. The, the banter di- that I see get directed towards the two teams from like each other's sets of fan base. Uh, it never seems like genuinely hate filled to me. There's always like a slight, a slight sense of humor to it, um, mm. which I think, and, and this is, there's one derby that I want to come on to later that I'll, I'll mention, which, which this applies to, but I think there's like a, a threshold of hatred beyond which it just becomes sad. I don't want, I don't want to fear for the safety of the, the fans <laughs> no, when they come into contact with each other and Liverpool Everton. I would, that wouldn't be the case for me. I, I think I, I'd never expect there to be like horrendous violence between the two teams or anything, because I think they ultimately quite like that each other exist, even though I think Liverpool yeah. fans are maybe a bit uh, dismissive of Everton as an institution. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'd say comfortably for me personally, I think it is a mid derby. Mid, but yeah. I do think if Everton were to elevate themselves to Liverpool's level, or Liverpool were to you know fall to Everton's level, yeah. I think that could be one of the best derbies in the country. I have no doubts. Yeah, I'll be knocking on top. Yeah. Easily. Um, what is just? I want to get the, a quick uh, group opinion. What is the the derbiest game we can remember out of these two teams? Jackie Elker equaliser. Yep, that's the the yeah. very first one yeah. that sprung into my head. Precisely yeah. that. Yeah. Um, although I will say this this season this season's game uh pretty high up the list had everything for a derby. Did. Horrible horrible season ending injury um uh red card for a horror cha- uh, challenge. Disgraceful it, VAR. Two, yeah, disgraceful VAR 2-2 in the end, wasn't it? Yep. That's yeah. but you know. Fantas- fantastic game. I kind of want to pick your brains Hamilton again about about Spurs now, Chelsea because that is your derby. You I'm sorry that's your biggest game of the season. I'm not there's yeah. no debate. I would think that as well. You've just mentioned that you are. For for me, it's probably in five, six, seven years now. Spurs Spurs have been our have been our derby, despite obviously not being yours. So oh, this idea, I must say, but, so upsetting. Yeah, I know it, it is sad, unrequited. It? It is <laughs> but it's it's the problem, like like Dixon said earlier, with the with the whole London thing having having a ton of clubs, but. Obviously, there have been some, frankly, incredible, disgusting mm. games of football over the years, like the so-called Battle of the Bridge, mm. when you bottled the title. And all right, keep it out. Yeah, and prob- probably <laughs> one of the most cut. foul, dirty <laughs> games of football I've ever seen from Tottenham. Ed is the most fascist leg breaker. Uh, right <laughs> can Tottenham. I can I come out with a hot take here? Actually. I think if yeah, we've talked about the, the different categories for for these derbies. So you know, bitter hatred, relative relative merit of the teams, um, actual quality of the games. I think if this if this derby was based on quality of games alone, it would be one of the very best. I think I, the very best in the country. Yeah, I, I think I, I'm thinking about Spurs v Chelsea, and I can't remember a game that hasn't had some like some level of amazement to it. Like there's a lot of ways. We were amazingly bad. Uh, I just, uh, oh, you know, I actually, I actually don't remember that game. So, uh, point, point well taken. I but, think this um, season is like a bit of a write-off. So Derby's is a bit of a write-off. You know. Yeah, I mean, we, we can we can have a we can have an episode in the future about uh, <laughs> the, how boring the season has been. But Chelsea, <laughs> Chelsea, the Chelsea game. Some fans do, and it's not like some fans say, "Oh, it's like a West Ham situation." It's not like that. Uh, I'd say Chelsea. I hate, as in with you know, with the emotion of hatred. I hate Chelsea more than I hate Arsenal. 
I think a lot of Spurs fans yeah, can relate if, to that. If, if I hate me, the idea of Chelsea. More than I hate any other club. I, I hate Arsenal, but I hate it. It's a different kind of hatred, you know. It's more like a, a Liverpool-Everton situation where it's like a, a sporting hatred. It's like a, yeah. vying for that, that top position to be, you know, the best team in North London. And that, that's one thing. But if Chelsea folded tomorrow... I'd be celebrating. I mean, you know, <laughs> champagne, poppers. I just I'd, wouldn't care. I'd be in these streets. Whereas after folded, I'd be a bit like, oh, like you know, that's kind of that's kind of the yin and yang of our of, of our you know existence in the Premier League is gone. But the very fact that I feel so strongly about Chelsea in some kind of way means it is definitely is a derby, and the players feel like it's a derby. And you know, oh, it is absolutely our second biggest game every year. Like West Ham, like, I don't. You know, I understand the West Ham position that they're in. You know, Millwall, they fucking barely play with Millwall. But you know, it's not a derby to us. We can only, I can only have space in my mind for two, you know, two maximum derbies. We think about five free, <laughs> which, yeah. is, which I would say is one of, if not, no, I'd say yeah, one of the best games I've ever been to as a fan. The 2-2. When we beat Chelsea three one, the FA Cup uh, semi final where we lost in utter BS circumstances four two, the most angry oh, I've ever been after a football game two where Matic scored an absolute world yeah, off that the disgrace bar. the five one, the five yeah. one. There have there have been some incredible games in recent years. There really are. The the thing for me that keeps it away from top level, and this is going to be harsh. Apart from obviously like the fact that you don't really have anyone geographically apart from Fulham. Uh, I think because pure, unmitigated, bubbling hatred for Chelsea doesn't make you special as a football fan because <laughs> everyone has that. It's not really a dog. <laughs> it's, it's a universal trait. We, yeah. we are the big bad bastards of the Premier League. Big. Use the word big there. We are just the most disliked. I actually, despite my earlier hot take about if it was based on game quality alone, I'm actually not even going to nominate this for mid-tier. I think this is low-tier. Um, I think we're being overly generous if we could put a a one-sided derby in the mid-tier. Like, sure. Everton, Everton-Liverpool is so much better than, than Chelsea-Tottenham, even though the games are almost always worse. Um, I guess that's so. my, my two cents. I guess so. But it is a derby. It's not like... I think some Tottenham fans, some, you know, they try to dismiss it as, you know, Chelsea, you know, they just need to find a rival. It is a derby. The way I feel about it is a derby. I just feel about it in a different kind of way than I do with what I could only describe as the finest derby this country has produced. The North London derby. (laughs) So, Ed, can you you start us off? By Ed, of course, I mean, Dixon, could you start us off here? I think... It's well. It's the biggest. It's the biggest game of your fixture list every season. Like I look down the list, I'm looking for like Arsenal, Spurs, because that's those. Those are the must-win games. Once you know, we've got like, past Arsenal Olympiacos, that's that's the one I'm yeah. looking for. <laughs> Only at home as well, Jesus. Yeah, our, our, our sworn enemies, Olympiacos. <laughs> I'm look. I'm looking for Spurs next. Yeah, I think there's just like the hatred, but like you said, you. Like we both feel the same way, but you'd also wouldn't want to like see the other team fold. Like as funny as it would be for me to see Spurs get relegated, there'd also be a part of me that thinks, oh, well, that's that's two good games I've lost a season to like Brentford. <laughs> there it is. I was one. I was wondering when the when the when the banter would come at, at our expense. 
for going the whole episode. Yeah, how have you missed it? <laughs> have, you, have you muted your laptop? Again, yeah, to, to reuse the metaphor, I think it's a, it's a yin-yang type situation. I, I love to hate Tottenham, uh, whereas Chelsea, I, yeah, I just hate. Um, <laughs> if, if, if Tottenham got, yeah, as Ed said, if, if Tottenham got relegated, I think Arsenal season would be a lot more, a lot more bland without it. Uh, I think, I think, across all the all the different um, criteria we've been talking about, history, relative size, and game quality, I think it's top tier for every single category. Yeah, it, it's just it's just brilliant. I would say the, the North London derby might well be more enjoyable to the neutral than to either set of supporters. On the day mm. of the North London derby, I feel close to being sick the that. entire the entire day. Um, I remember a few seasons ago, Ed uh, Dowling, that is, we were in the pub together to actually watch the North London derby. Um, it's the only time I've I've seen the North London derby with a Spurs fan, and it was just nice to have the like affirmation that you hate it as well. <laughs> like, I couldn't believe it. Like today, I couldn't believe I did that. Yeah. I, had, I had the balls to do that. Like today, I was a fucking mess. And I was by my, I had like two people with me. I was a fucking. I can attest to this as well. I, I remember I went, I went to Dowling's house for a North London derby. I thought it was gonna, it was many years ago now, and I thought it was gonna be a fun day. Then we watch a bit of footy, and it was anything but. Like barely spoke for for much of the time before. We we played a bit of FIFA, but that was as he was talking about him talking about before in the last half hour before the game where he had to do something and we i remember us going on a walk i didn't really know where we were going he was just stressed out no that was uh 2015 i remember that that was like hurricane's first goal of the emirates i remember that very very distinctly yeah i just think with the north london derby it's one of those very it's one of those things where those stereotypes of you know it divides families you know my personal family um my dad's side going back you know, to my great grandfather supported Tottenham, went to see Tottenham, you know, pre-World War Two, you know, but on my mother's side, Arsenal. And did you see them just, did you see them win your last trophy? You know, back in <laughs> back in the sixties. But it's one of those ones where it, in doing that, in in feeling that it makes me feel like oh really I'm getting the full football experience that as a fan you can get. The fact that, you know, it divides people like this, but it's also like you kind of don't want Arsenal to get relegated, whereas like Chelsea, obviously, they could fold tomorrow and I, you know, for a party, this and the other. Yeah. And, and the thing is, as I said before in my match review, I hate it. I hate, you know, it's horrible. It's such a horrible, like, I was, I'll tell you right now, the, the 30 minutes at four o'clock today, I was more nervous than I was when I was sitting in my seat at the Wanda Metropolitana for the Champions League final. No no lies. That's it. I wasn't. Wow. I, I, I was. I was like ridden with nerves. I thought, oh fuck, I'm gonna lose. It's gonna be horrible. And we did lose. Your gut feeling was proved right. But yeah, um, I think it's one of those. What it's for me, it's the best. It's absolute top tier derby. Obviously, I'm biased, but I think with all the factors you want from a derby, it's there. Yeah. And um, what just quickly, what tier would Hammerson and Temi put it in? I mean, I'd love to break up the the three out of five North London bias that this podcast has. But <laughs> yeah, uh, it's got to be top tier. It's got to be top tier. And I think maybe I, I'm a bit pushed on that because I've experienced two uh, with Ed now, one with you, Pat. Um, the atmosphere, like the people just looking at you, watching you watch a derby is so fascinating. So, yeah, it's got to be top. It's got to be top. Nice. And Hamilton? Yeah. 
completely reiterate what Temi says is it's it's massive. I can't lie, it's a massive game and I hate it. I, you must I feel I like wish, you're on the outside looking in, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I oh, can't, why I can't don't you get... hate me? <laughs> <laughs> it's two guaranteed games a season of of misery, of hatred, of uh, of red cards. Um, yeah, I think I think to me it's, it's everything you could want in the derby. I think it's the best in in the UK. Like it's got it like it's got match quality, like similar quality sides. It's got history. UK is where you're wrong, big one. Yeah, yeah. If okay. I could segue, and, and I don't think it's the best in the UK at all. Yeah, you, because I nah, think it's the best in there. England. Cardiff, Cardiff Swansea is a massive fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. Next, we have Rangers versus Celtic, the old firm derby. Passion, everything you want from a derby, everything there. No, no qualms about the whether these guys hate each other or not. I know for a fact, having lived here for five years, they fucking hate each other. <laughs> Quality wise, <laughs> don't even chat to me, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I'd almost say, as we we touched upon briefly, I think this this derby is so political. It so runs down those religious political lines. That it's almost like this is not fun anymore. This is, you you oh you actually hate each other. You actually can't associate with each other, like. I don't think football should be like that, personally. Okay, I I, I think that's uh, that's an interesting take because you know based on based on some vibes I've got in this discussion, I I think several people might might be inclined to think that it's the the best derby in the uh, in the UK. Um, I think I was leaning towards that, having never watched a game. That's <laughs> what I mean. So, too much to say I, about this. I quite frankly love watching it. It's it's always absolutely yeah. massive the games always pop off normally a red normally a red card goals galore like obviously i know recent years it's been different with rangers going down but if anything now they're back up like we've 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 it's got it, now, ne- it next week or something rangers have just won the title i can't even imagine what what the scenes are going to be it's 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 carnage I've it's heard conspiracy theories, just, just quickly, I've heard conspiracy theories that Celtic uh, deliberately threw the game <laughs> to avoid Rangers winning the title at their, I their have, yard. I have also heard... And, and if it's that level of, <laughs> of bitterness <laughs> and, uh, and pettiness, <laughs> then I'm here yeah. for it. because I'm here for it as well. This is what, yeah, this is what I was going to say. I think, like, what I get when I watch Scottish games, and I miss fans so much when I watch English games, whenever I watch a, Scot- a Scottish game made even more by the old firm i wish the fans were there to scream scream on against everything i think that's such a big factor to be honest i just think i don't it is top tier obviously but i don't think it's the best in the uk because i just think it's so like you say it's the best derby in the uk but you i've watched maybe one like it isn't the teams aren't good enough to justify if it was if it was Man United Liverpool with the same backing of hatred and history, this would be the best derby in the world, no doubt, no question. But Celtic Rangers, these guys don't, you know, they're not good teams. They're just not. Like, I, I can't hear that as the best team, the best rivalry in the UK. I think match quality has to come into it. Uh, that, that's a really good point because, yeah, I think the, the criteria we established going into this, uh, the fact we have the actual quality of game in there as well. If if we're actually taking into account like how good the football is, because, you know, old phone games are going to have red cards, they're going to have loads of goals, but am I seeing a good football match? If this is an important category for us, 
I think this has to be in the top tier, right? Obviously, oh, it's a top tier derby, but I think that stops it from being the the actual pinnacle of UK derbies for me. While I take your point, I have to say it's not actual quality that I necessarily need. It's relative quality. Ah, that's a good point. That's a good um, point. And it almost makes it better when it's a scrappy game. There's kicking each other. They they sort of squirm one in, mm-hmm. a header from a corner. Do you know, I don't I don't need to see a fucking Rabona. No. <laughs> I, just, I, I just want to see I want to see twenty two players who would rather die than lose the game. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I've never seen I've yeah. never seen an old firm game. I can visualise every single goal that's ever been scored in one of them. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's an elite derby. No, there's yeah, no question about it. It's an absolutely elite derby. On the on the quality as well, I feel I feel like slightly unfair as well because way way back when what when we were 10 12 growing up Celtic pulled off monster class against Barcelona like there was there was talk if they were in the Premier League they'd come top half top six so that talk was wrong that talk was wrong but that's a debate that's a debate for another episode because I've got some very hot opinions on this just wait and see what the teams have coming up next because you know the likes of your bosses, your Real Madrid's. I, I just don't think Rangers, Glasgow Rangers, and Celtic can compete with the kind of guys we've got coming up. <laughs> Let's talk El Clasico. And I was talking about this with one of my flatmates. He is Spanish. He is a Madridista, as you'd say. And I was saying to him, "Look, this used, you know, five years ago, this used to be the best game in the world. No questions, no doubts. Uh, Messi versus Ronaldo, two great teams, which either team could win the Champions League that year." That, for me, in my personal opinion, that right there was the best football derbies of my lifetime so far in terms of how competitive it was, what it meant. Every single box, every single box was ticked. But now, I don't care. Um, We say like that, Messi doesn't still play there. Yeah, but I mean... Since Messi moved on to the same team. But like, I will say, when it was Messi versus Ronaldo... And don't forget, it wasn't just them, but obviously having the, two, the obvious two best players in the world up against each other um, was just Twice a season, minimum. Yeah, yeah, exactly, minimum. And they norm- they normally clashed in the Copa del Rey or the Champions League or that wonderful time when it was both and they played each other like four times in a month. I just think all the you couldn't get a better game um, at all. Whereas, whereas now it's really, really fallen off. And it's, yeah. it's such a shame. Because, like, I remember playing FIFA and being like, right, okay, do you want to really see who's best? Let's do El Clasico right now. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, let's get the that, best that players out um, and, and go toe-to-toe. And, I, and that was so exciting. It was really the only foreign game I watched in that period, I won't lie to you. Yeah, this this actually brings me on to one thing I would definitely say in this Derby's favour is that I, myself, and I know so many other people who would, who would tune into that uh, from you know, non, non-Spanish oh, countries, yeah. like it, 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 for a time at like, it was the best football got. And, and even, even down to the managers, there was a proper manager rivalry yeah. um, between Pep and Mourinho. And, but as you say, like to, to reference my other great passion, I think, um, I think the like El Clasico now is, it's like watching new episodes of the Simpsons. Um, 
where you're you're just like you're just like this used to be so good and yeah. now I'm watching it and I'm feeling nothing. <laughs> that, that is such such a good analogy. It's exactly that. Now this does nothing for me. Yeah, I think it's still unquestionably top tier. Even more importantly than obviously having the big players, the big managers, um it also delivered on it. Yeah. Like so Every many time. of those games I remember clear as day like the 5-0 um, oh. Messi holding up his shirt at the Bernabeu yeah. after the last after the last minute winner so many of those I remember I remember the watching, Del Rey just final like, for me. wow is it the derby yeah. with the most, so the most memorable moments in it like, what have I just seen probably and because yeah. it goes back yeah. so far you look at like Figo and all that all that there's like prop, oh. there is a proper hatred element there as well which is the so f- necessary oh, yeah. The fans um, threw a pig's head that, the onto Spanish the pitch. <laughs> Are we in favour of um, Real and Barca getting one of Mbappe and Haaland to sort of refresh the rivalry? Yeah. And I think we yes. all know which Like a gentleman's go. agreement. Uh, uh, like, oh, we'll buy Mbappe if you right buy Haaland. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the fact that we as neutrals all want this to happen, I think... At its peak level, this is the best football di- uh, rivalries I've ever got. Whichever team along- across that 10-year period was the better out of Barcelona or Real wasn't only definitely going to win the Liga, but were, were the shoe-ins, the favourites to win the Champions League as well. They should win win the Champions League. You look at them, obviously, if they're better than the other best team in the world, then they are the best team in the world sort of vibe. And that, So to have a showdown of the best players in the world for the best teams in the world got to be, got to be the top of the top tier, mm. right? It felt box office like you wouldn't. Yeah, you wouldn't watch really at that time. You wouldn't watch any other, you know, continental league game apart from mm. Barca Real Madrid. You'd always be like, "Oh, that's on at the weekend. Oh, I've got that to look forward to as well as whatever Premier League shit was going on." Yeah, yeah. if that's not top, I don't know what is. That the next is. one, it's quite. <laughs> it's, it's quite an interesting one. It's it's the Milan derby. I was talking about this a bit earlier actually, and I. I feel like 15 years ago, this would probably be the El Clasico of that specific time where football was. Yeah. Two extremely successful teams, historic teams. No one's debating that. Um, got, they share the same stadium. I think personally, that's yeah, very... Yeah, I think that's the most exciting part of it as a derby is that like it's, it's both teams' home stadium every time they play. If I was organising it, I would be doing 50-50 seats. But like, I just think the atmosphere at a game is like both team stadium, like almost like they're mm. defending it. I don't know how you could be that. Yeah. I think there's only one oh. discernible reason why. I think you would all agree with me here as to why this fixture has not, for me, isn't a top tier one. It's because historically, in the recent history at least, these teams just haven't been good. <laughs> they haven't been. They haven't been competing for the league titles, the scudettos. They've not been competing yeah. for Champions League. So Until frankly, now. who cares? Yeah, Until right now. yeah. I was going to say because this season I've really enjoyed the um, Lukaku um, Ibrahimovic, yeah, like rivalry, and like Ibra again, absolutely slapped down. <laughs> but yeah, Inter ironically are now walking it. But yeah, fifteen years ago, uh, Syria was was where it was at. It was the the league in in europe and it's just not been the same since then um 
I haven't watched very much of, of Serie A this season, but from the outside, it's looked like it's it's been more uh, competitive and especially because the two Milanese clubs are like right at the top of that. It, AC Milan, the, the club was set up by, I think, English experts. And the, I think the, 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 the purpose of the club was to only uh, have Italian players. And so Internazionale Milan, which you know, obviously in Italian means international, yeah. was set up as a response to that to say, no, we can have players from, you know, wherever we want, basically. I'm Obviously, that, I think I it's a very hackneyed history. Ooh. Yeah. I, I, I love it. I'm going to, I'll probably ruffle some maybe non-existent feathers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, for all our Italian listeners out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're <Ow>. going global. <laughs> Hello, Milan. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I have to put it shit to you. Uh, the first What? One, I, have I think so. Relative to these um, guys, yes. Um, Shit, no, it's Middle East. Here's why. I think the teams are poor. I think the league is poor. While silly and funny, yes, I think the fact that they share a stadium is ridiculous um, and stupid. Um, <laughs> I I hate most of the players on either side. They can't stand the starting. <laughs> I don't think it should be in the conversation. Hate it. Wow. No, I agree. I think oh my relative, God, relative, take. relative to this tier, well, like, okay, name me the fucking AC Milan manager. Name That's... me the 11. Like, who cares? Um, who fucking who cares? cares? Is it? Who I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say it's Tiago Motta. <laughs> 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 I no. think there's a, there's a one in 10 chance that it is, is him. It, <laughs> if it's not Gattuso, then I, I have no. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't I just think you can't like could have you watched this fixture recently I think Italian football by its very nature is not the most exciting football mm-hmm. in the world I actually I actually have watched uh one of these fixtures this year out of um, choice yeah, yeah yeah out of choice uh I, I I tuned in um and it was it was a good game uh and I I, I disagree quite strongly with with the two of you because out of all the derbies we're going to be talking about here, I, I think I would like to be in the stadium for it more than any other, because of the because of the unique dynamic with the stadium. I know I know you think it's it's ridiculous, but to me that is so interesting and it is obviously interesting. Yeah, no, but no, but also, but in terms of in terms of atmosphere as well, it must be it must be unbelievable. But I don't mm. think it is fifty fifty. One of them's a home game, one of them's away an away game. Okay, you it, that, they that... were fifty fifty, like Ed suggested. Yeah, they do yeah. Home really home. push the dart the derby up, maybe into top. Oh, actually, okay, okay, I might I might change my mind a bit here because the idea of having. And a way fan base in your own stadium is so stupid. That is actually baffling. Don't worry, you'll be in the home end next time. <laughs> oh. Just, just <laughs> arbitrarily. I think it's like every every big rivalry has its peaks and troughs. And I just think this one is in not in the the very nadir of its of its trough, but it, it's coming out of that. Um, yeah. You know, to, for example, Tottenham Arsenal it, turn of the century. We lost every time. Like there wasn't a good rivalry. We were just bad. It was a Liverpool Everton situation, and it's only recently where we've become on a more level playing field. I just think this is on the way back up, but it's very much still like three years ago. You'd yeah. comfortably say that was a terrible derby. Who cared? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I, I think you're I, right. I, I just am in love with the idea of them sharing a stadium, even if, like, as you say, in if we like, move past the stadium, it's, it's nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're I've right. Got, there's got, nothing else. I've got I've got more stadium related stuff to talk about because um, <laughs> <laughs> because because there I know I know the uh, the San Siro is getting demolished, which I think is a, a very sad state of affairs because it's such a beautiful stadium. But I think it's on the verge of collapse. I personally am really really happy. Stadium really happy they'll be sharing a stadium again um i i think hmm. i'm just fascinated by the fact they share a stadium <laughs> why do they do that no i think it's great yeah, it's it is love it is great but i just think i don't think it contributes to the derby i think it makes the derby more silly how do they pick when they're looking at the fixture list how do they decide which one's which do they toss a coin <laughs> because that must be well, how do they nightmare if AC how, how does your season ticket work again, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What does your season ticket say? Because like, do, it's not. A, you, you're not getting a seat. No. Because what if? What if it's not your game? Do <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the away fans say away days when they post the Instagram caption? <laughs> I want to do this for, the, for all these all these sort of neutral ones that you know none of us have a vested interest in. Yeah. Oh, classical. I have a vested interest in who's who's who. <laughs> For example, El Clasico, who are you guys supporting there? What is your, your team out of those oh, nice. two? I flip-flopped because uh, when I was a kid, I was I loved David Beckham, so it was Real. And it was up until I was about 13, 14, I realised that Real fans are just the worst. So it's obviously yeah. yeah. I, I hate both. I really, really can't stand both. Yeah. If they could somehow make it so that, like with both, uh, both Milan Club sharing the stadium, if both teams could lose somehow... <laughs> that would be great. I hate them both. I think I'm so I am naturally more Barca inclined, but I think their mismanagement of everything has been like I ca- I just simply cannot support this institution any longer. So I I, I agree. <laughs> I want football to win out of those two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Milan. I think for me personally, I'm comfortably internet internationale. I've been AC. AC. Yeah. Yeah. No, Team AC anyways I have been. Okay, I yes. think I'm Inter just based on a light their kit. Oh, but the, I, I think I think, oh, well, I if, think the blue and the black. If this neat. was gonna be... I, think, I think Inter's home top. Uh, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I think it should be in the way top. Uh, uh, th- those two <laughs> dark colours together. What? I think it looks stupid as a home jersey. I don't know why. So, uh, but, I think... but you're happy with it as <laughs> an away jersey. Yeah, coming from the man yeah. who supports a team with a zebra jersey as their away kit, I just <laughs> can't hear that. That's our third kit. It doesn't count. We shouldn't it's have a kit that anyway. your team wears. I'm sorry. Okay, tell me, you're you're designing Inter Milan's home kit right now. What are you getting them set out in? I can't believe this is the hill I'm choosing to die on because as I'm is it red and black? It, I'm is believing it, it less. Is um, it red and black stripes just to confuse everyone? <laughs> I, want, I want them looking like leads. <laughs> Well, I, yeah, not, not, not only ass. do Milan have to share have to share a stadium, but they share the same kit. Whoever's <laughs> yeah, at home yeah. gets to play in the red and black, and whoever's away has to play in the stupid blue and black. <laughs> they just have they just have to hope the previous wearer actually washed it. Yeah, you got you got to okay. take them home after you the game. You got to meet them, mum to put it them outside the of the game to take the handover, like with a breakup. Okay, <laughs> bringing Ibrahimovic like, bro, have you got the shirt? I'm on. <laughs> Like an hour. <laughs> I'm running late. He's wearing just like a PE top he found in like the bin. <laughs> mismatching Two shoes. Mismatched trainers yeah. from like the bin. Ibrahimovic is wearing like Sodico shorts. 
okay, all right. So for the Milan derby, I personally, I would say, I put that in the shit tier. Me too. Derbies are all are always exciting, and so some of them have to go shit tier, and that and that is that one for me. Yes. <laughs> but guys, <laughs> the stadium. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna push you for a final answer here, Ed. You're derailing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're only we're only two episodes in. We can do a stadium episode if you want. Uh, I, I'm just gonna say me. Emerson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm saying it's mid tier. I I I think we're being slightly Premier League biased, so I'm going to go mid tier. Last but not least, uh, I I think we're being insanely biased. I think it's top tier. Wow, Ooh, there we okay. go. A bit of a bit of disagreement. Okay. We always like yeah. that. The next one I've got on is the Classica, the German Shit. one. Borussia they don't Dortmund share a stadium. Munich. Shit. Shit. They don't share a stadium. <laughs> if they've they made the more... baffling decision to have their own stadiums. <laughs> Despite being in, I think, completely, completely opposing I, yeah, I, I, I couldn't tell you how far apart in Germany they are, but they should just meet in the middle and share a stadium, <laughs> right? Every team, in, every team in Germany should have the same stadium. <laughs> I think, I think ultimately, the most important thing about this derby and why I don't care about it is that they don't hate each other at all because half of all Dortmund players will end up playing for Munich if they're good. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, you're watching an audition. It's not fun to be like, oh, he scored a hat-trick for Dortmund, so can't wait to see him. In wait the, for them the to sign him. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't care for it. Shit tier. I, I think, yeah, this this was the one I was I had earmarked as my, as my shit tier. I think the only thing saving it is the, the the enjoyability of the actual games themselves. But this is massively, massively taxed by the fact that every Bundesliga game finishes like 7-3 for some reason. <laughs> so I'm going to actually disregard that. And I just think Dortmund always like end up turning over for Bayern. It's, it's, mm. it's, it's, it's quite a pathetic like rivalry, yeah. I think. Um, it's it's yeah. like if... It's like if Chelsea Fulham was a country's prime prime rivalry. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I I think this is a mid tier. I think this is calmly mid tier. I think back in the day, you know, because they, remember they played a Champions League final. They had a Champions yeah. League final. I was going to say oh, that is huge. It used to oh, be yeah. a great derby when Dortmund had just won the league a couple of times, or yeah. when they were winning the league. That was but, that. It was top tier then. Yeah. And when Dortmund beat Bayern, it really to me felt like good triumphing over yeah. evil. Which to me speaks of a good a good rivalry, you know. We, like all, we all support we all support Dortmund here, right? There, there shouldn't even be a conversation. Oh about yeah, it. Mm. yeah. I mean, it is like I said, it's very clearly good v evil. Yeah, yeah. But oh, why would Dortmund's you not say it's a good? Also. You know, if you have very definable good versus evil, I think that's that's a prerequisite for a good derby, because right? Because evil always wins. Like I don't. Yeah, don't, evil does always. Like it feels like a like a cartoon show. Yeah, it's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> It's like watching He-Man on a Saturday morning, but He-Man dies every single episode. <laughs> Children crying. Um, I just think, I just think the, the gulf in like mentality between the two clubs and the gulf in relative standing just is so vast for me. And, and well, in the current day anyway, um, that it does really get in the way of it for me. Mm. I think, yeah, I think yeah. It's, uh, it probably is. Going back to what I previously said, I think having said it out loud, this is this is a shit to rivalry. German football in general, 
Hang your head in shame. Yeah, we'll we'll save that for another episode. We're we're alienating a lot of uh, potential listeners here, (laughs) are we? Finally, the classica. We can all basically agree this is in the shit tier, right? We need something to go in there. (laughs) What do you guys think is the best derby in in the world? Gotta be El Clasico. Still? Yeah, uh, I'll probably say El Clasico as well because I feel like I shouldn't say the North London derby. And I think it has the best name as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah. We've not talked about Le Classique in France. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do, wait, but, is, is there, but is there is, an army in France? It's PSG versus Marseille. Needless to say, I'm not even going to dignify that with us. No, 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 no. We, we've already wasted too much airtime. I, 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 I was trying to think podcast. about. I was trying to think about French ones, and I was like, <laughs> El Boulangerie. <laughs> what is what is classy about PSG Marseille? You know, there's all those just games. nothing. They complete opposite ends of the country. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah. No, I mean, maybe like, okay. they should open a stadium together. <laughs> Say, I don't think we should ever talk about France on this podcast. I think we will literally alienate an entire country. I think I, I will not be able to hold back on my agree? disdain. Okay, so I think we can pretty much agree. El Clasico, in terms of the rivalry, that's one your brain immediately goes to, right? And I think most people yeah. around the world would, would say that as well. I think the worst derby of, of all the ones we've discussed... Mm, no, nah, if we're counting it, it's Chelsea Spurs for me. Chelsea Spurs? If, it, if, if that's a proper derby... It just, mm. it's not ticking enough of the criteria. The imbalance in, in care for each other is just, it, it cripples it as a derby. I, I can't emphasize it enough. Yeah, I agree. The stupid derby is very quickly. The M23 derby, that's a stupid derby. <laughs> I actually put the Milan derby in as a stupid derby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, so that was about it. There were derbies. We've gone through the best. We've definitely gone through the worst. I think we've pretty much unanimous yeah, on our on our tier list there. So I just want to say goodbye to Patrick Harpin there. See ya. Hamilton over there on the right side. Hamilton over there on the right side. They, can, they can't see you. <laughs> they can't see you. <laughs> that is staying in. You want me to do a, a, a voiceover? Goodbye. <laughs> I did actually. I, I did could do that. Speak. I don't know if you heard. You just very quickly for me to say goodbye in whatever kind of way you want. I, I did. I did. Oh, okay, that's, that's it. It. Oh! <laughs> just say it, man. Just say the word. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Dixon. Yeah, bye. And finally, Timmy. Bye. Thank you very much, guys. We'll see you in the next one. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And rate it on Apple Podcasts, because I've heard apparently that's very, very important to the growth of podcasts. So, yeah. Cheers. And we'll see you in the next one.